0: Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 at hitthatline.com. We also have great content, great interviews, great videos, great everything dealing with the Razorbacks. So be sure to check that out at hitthatline.com. What if... Just what if Arkansas beats Auburn on Saturday? It's not going to happen, but let's play Fantasy World, shall we? We're going to get into that. We're also going to talk about an extension for a Razorback head coach that so much deserves it and a lot more. Also get to some of your tweets and a sequel to a movie that I really just want to blow my brains out, even thinking about the fact that it's going to happen. But before we get into all of that, I got to tell you about Vivid Seats, folks. I'm a big concert goer. I love going to sporting events. Don't get to do it as much during the football season, but I love going to baseball games. I love hanging out over at pretty much any type of sporting event that I can get into once the season really slows down. And I know that you love it, too. You also love concerts. I'm a big concert goer as well, and there's plenty of of them in this state that uh, we all look forward to. Justin Timberlake coming up in January? Absolutely. Well, if you want to check it out, you need to check those types of concerts and sporting events out at Vivid Seats. They are the top source for tickets for all the live events that you want to go to. And you can sort by price or look for seats in the section or row. Of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for $20 off orders of $200 or more to save even more money. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code LOCKED ON for $20 off orders, $200 or more. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and enter promo code LOCKED ON for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. So, Arkansas and Auburn, this Saturday, 630 Auburn's pissed they just lost to LSU on a last second field goal at home they feel embarrassed and they want to make a statement they want to make sure that they come out guns blazing against the Arkansas Razorbacks who are limping into that matchup and they want to make an example of them right and that we all think that way yeah I, I think that way I have zero zero faith that Arkansas actually wins this game let me get that made perfectly clear I don't believe Arkansas wins this game But I do like to think of scenarios and think of situations and think of reactions. So let's break it down. Let's look at this matchup and let's just think about it. What if Arkansas went into Auburn, Alabama and beat the Auburn Tigers? It's been pretty crazy considering uh, all the things that have been going on the past few weeks. And it's not so far-fetched to say that Arkansas can't do an upset like that. You think back to 2006, when Auburn was number two in the country, and Arkansas went into Auburn and won that game. Slightly better team that had Darren McFadden on it, but that's neither here nor there. Arkansas also beat Auburn in 2011, granted it was at home, but still beat them when they were a top 10, top 15 team. So as unlikely as it is, it's still possible any given Saturday. And with the amount of negativity, and I don't mean negativity as far as just casting a bad light on all you fans, but justified negativity, I guess I should say, is that the Arkansas Razorback football team is terrible. They're embarrassing. The you've never been lower, da 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 da. And then this weekend against Auburn, you're gonna get just donkey punched. So let's play this game. What if Arkansas goes in and they have a really good offensive game plan and Ty Story, who's the starting quarterback in this game? who is really the only quarterback we've seen any type of positive play from, he goes in there, and he settles in, and he gets it going. And what if the offensive line, especially with the return of Colton Jackson, mans up and holds their own against that great Auburn defensive front? And the running backs with those holes opening up, they really get some consistency going, and Auburn doesn't have an answer for the amount of running backs that Arkansas has. And imagine... That Arkansas's defense is able to slow down Jarrett Stidham, keep him constantly under pressure, having to make bad decisions, and ends up slowing down that great offense that has scored over 100 points against Arkansas in the past two seasons. And what if Auburn is really sloppy because they're a little discombobulated and there's a bad situation in that locker room coming out after that LSU game where they're trying to find answers, but they're falling short. And they feel like this is just going to be a run-of-the-mill, another day at the office game against Arkansas, which they should win going away. And they get a little cocky, which makes them play a little sloppy. And they get behind the eight ball a little bit. And they start turning the ball over a lot, start throwing picks, having fumbles, whatever it may be. And that Arkansas plays the best game they possibly could. Auburn plays the worst game they possibly could. And somehow, some way, Arkansas it's the victory against Auburn. What if that happens? How do you feel? What then is your reaction? What then is your outlook and your feelings towards Chad Morris? Not only him, but the rest of the season and some of these players and where they came from just in a matter of a few weeks. It's not going to happen, but we're playing like it is. If Arkansas does that, I think immediately it makes everybody start to realize that Chad Morris, okay, this guy, he, he figured it out. He figured out how to motivate this team, and he figured out a game plan, and he figured out what it takes to get this team in positions to win. And then from the player's perspective, it's okay, you guys finally nutted up. You finally decided to grow a pair and just go out there and not even worry about who's in front of you, don't even care, not even intimidated by Auburn. You just run right over them like they were nothing. And you did it because you were motivated to do so. And you put forth the best effort. And you bought in completely to Chad Morris and his coaching staff and this game plan that he put together. And you weren't even afraid of nothing. Imagine the absolute mindset. The way that it explodes everyone's brains. If Arkansas won this game. Because how would it be on Monday? It was bad against Colorado State. It was even worse against North Texas. But then you win Auburn. At Auburn. And your first SEC game. And you have some confidence. Where do you go from there? Then... Things start looking up then you feel like you have a really good chance to beat texas a&m in the next saturday in arlington you've been so close the past few years maybe this is finally the year you do it if you can beat auburn on the road surely you can beat a&m they're coming off of a bad horrible destruction of a loss against alabama they're beaten down you can do that you may not beat alabama the next weekend but what about Ole miss or Vanderbilt what about teams like that like Missouri that don't look so tough anymore that don't look impossible anymore it changes everyone's outlook and it changes everyone on a dime and rightfully so because then you start understanding that Chad Morris all the criticisms that's been thrown his way all the criticisms that have been thrown the players way go out the window because why One simple reason why. The W. The win. Winning cures all. Winning shuts everyone up. Winning changes the outlook, changes the future, changes everything. By just simply winning. And that's what would happen if Arkansas found a way found a crazy way to go into Auburn and get a victory. It would mean Ty Story would have to play out of his mind. It would mean the offensive line would have to block really well, and the defense would have to get stops in crucial moments. You would have to play your absolute best game across the board. It could be possible, and who knows? Maybe the team might, just might, be motivated to come out and show everybody something, because of the fans booing and the amount of criticisms they've got. Now everyone's just embarrassed of them and can't believe that they're this bad. Maybe they come out motivated and they get tired of being talked about and tired of being looked at as an embarrassment to college football and to the Razorback name. And so by doing so, they come out guns blazing and they knock Auburn out. And then all of a sudden, Chad Morris is looked upon as the coach of the future. The guy that will be able to get Arkansas back. And these players, they have confidence. If they can beat Auburn, they can beat anybody. Doesn't matter who's in front of them. They know what it takes to win now. They know what it takes to go in against anybody and everybody and show them up. It changes everything. Now again, for like the 18th time, I do not believe that Arkansas will win this game against Auburn. I have zero faith in that. But any given Saturday, crazier things have happened. So just think about that for your second. Just think about it. If your Arkansas Razorbacks won by a final score of 28-21, to 21, and they were playing a great first, second, third, and fourth quarter, and they finished the game strong, and they made stops in the fourth quarter and they scored points when it mattered most how would that change your mind your attitude your mood it certainly would change the players and it would certainly change the coaches it's pretty amazing to think about but that's the only thing amazing about it is that it's just a thought it's a pipe dream but it's nothing too serious. And that's a fact. Hey, you know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. And usually it's what team to bet on this week. But the truth is, I don't know who's going to win. But if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. And that's why I always tell my people to go to my bookie. Trust me, guys, they are the best bet This season, they've been in the business for years, they have great reviews online and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend this service to my listeners because you guys have been so good to me. And that's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie because when you win, they pay they have live game in game betting, and as well as over unders for fantasy points. And the most rewarding player perks in the business. My bookie is slammed with new betters, and want to give everybody the best service possible. So if you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, that's 6 p.m. Central time, they will give you an additional $25 free play on deposits over $100. Join now, my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code ONCOLLEGE25. That's ONCOLLEGE25 to activate your offer visit my bookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code ONCOLLEGE25 when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. If you're willing to hold out until 7 p.m., you get an extra $25 by using the promo code ONCOLLEGE25. It's up to you guys, but I'd wait until after dinner to take the extra money. Because with my bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on to the next segment of the podcast. I want to give everybody an update. Dave Van Horn has now been giving a new contract, a contract extension, I should say, through 2023, and he is in line to become the $1 million man, getting a million dollars per year Could it not come at a better time? Could it not come to someone more deserving? I don't think so. Dave Van Horn is worth every penny that you pay him. Pay the man his money. Give him the best facilities. And I think Arkansas has done the best job of making sure that Dave Van Horn needs everything he needs to compete at the highest level. He does it year in and year out. And it was really great to see that. So congratulations to Dave Van Horn. There's other coaches, too, at the U of A who have been very successful. They ended up getting extensions as well. And I think it's well-deserved. But it's just funny because Razorback fans are like, oh, great for Dave Van Horn. Great for the tennis coaches, softball coaches, the golf coaches. You know, great for the track coaches. Great for all of them because they deserve it. But uh, let's work on that football-basketball thing. That's kind of the big deal. That's the, that's the big one. Let's, let's do that. I get you. I totally feel you on all that. so. But I wanted to mention that in passing. Some of you uh, had some uh, tweets that you wanted me to get to, and I'm sure some of them are going to be absolutely ridiculous. But, uh, my goodness. All right. This comes from Jonathan. He says, just got done watching the identity theft of Mitch Mustaine. Oh, geez. I also have a bunch of friends that went to Fayetteville High School during that time. Curious to see what your opinion was of the Springdale Five while you were at FHS. Well, that is true. I was at Fayetteville High School. Uh, during the Springdale five they were a year older than me so it was my junior year when they were seniors and I'll never forget it uh, Fayetteville was number two in the state at the time they we were five and oh and we had Springdale coming to town who of course was number one in the state and it was coming to Fayetteville so huge game the biggest game most highly attended game in Harmon Field history uh, for rightful reasons we were a really good team uh, they were of course them And it it was a rivalry game, too. That was back before Harbor was built and Springdale. So it was still the Fayetteville-Springdale rivalry. That was still a very, very big deal. But, uh, you know, when they came in, I think it was how it was set up, is we scored the very first touchdown of the game. And... I remember how nuts we were going. We thought this was, the, oh my goodness, all right, here we go. It's rivalry, boys. You guys ain't nothing. See, we're going to end it all. We're going to make national news for beating the, spring, the great Springdale Five and Gus on. We got beat 63-7. to seven. And they just absolutely toyed with us after that. So um, for, as far as my opinion was, I mean, they were just an amazing football team beyond belief I mean Gus Malzahn was ahead of the game uh, Mitch Buston was a good quarterback I mean I don't know if he was ever the caliber that the awards he gave that was given but Damian Williams was what made that team great but the, here's the thing even the guys that were not part of the Springdale five I mean he had really good guys on there. Clint Scales was a great running back uh you had Alex Tejada on there as well um of course his name just escaped me and I never can't believe his name escaped me so I apologize but he was a tight end for North Carolina he was my age uh, and he ended up going, uh, having a good success with the Tar Heels and he was really good too. So, I mean, they had some really good players just all around, not just the Springdale five, but they were really impressive to watch. And I'm really glad, uh, that I was, uh, able to at least take that in. And i remember that as one of the great stories in the state of Arkansas. All right. This one comes from Stephen. Will Arkansas make a bowl game in the next three years? Yes, because it is pretty much as easy, easy as can be to make a bowl game. You don't even have to have a winning record these days to make a bowl game. True story. Uh, You just have to... (laughs) You just basically have to have eh, decent grades. You know, just just do what you can. If you're 5-7, and we'll still let you in somewhere, and they have a possibility to go 5-8. and So, if I'm betting my money, yes, absolutely, Arkansas will make a bowl game within the next three years. All right, this comes from Adam. He says, with the rumors of a divided locker room, do you think Cole was left in as long as he was to prove a point? Uh, I don't think that. I, I, don't, I don't think that they would be anything that petty. Uh, I do believe the point that was trying to be made is they wanted to stick with one guy and have him battle through and see how well he could do on his own. See when adversity hits and to see how well he does he, by battling back. And as we all saw, that was an epic failure of epic proportions. So I don't think it had anything to do with that. But as far as the divided locker room. Uh, there's no doubt about it. There is something going on in there. You don't do what you did against North Texas without there being some issues. I don't know if it's against players and Chad Morris. I don't know if it's against players and players or what, but there's definitely something going on, but I don't think that would be something uh, that would be brought to people's attention. Uh, Christy asked, Oh, Christy, what's up? So, so I won't be able to hear your answer, but I'm going to the Auburn game this weekend with three others. Should we wear black since it's going to be a funeral and all? Uh, you know, I, 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 you know, wear black. I don't think so because it's probably going to be a hot one in Auburn this weekend. So, for your sake and for your health, I would say not wear black. Um, but uh, if you don't want to wear Razorback gear. And No, 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 no. You wear Razorback gear. Just get over it. Listen, hey, everybody has sucky seasons. Auburn, who, you know, you're going to that game, they had a terrible year with Gene Chizik in his final year. They went 0-8. They were atrocious. Everybody has bad years, alright? Just Arkansas has had more so than not, and that's the only uh, issue that's there. But, anyways, wanted to get to all those questions as well and we'll get to the final segment of the podcast which I'm going to use for some fun things uh, here in just a second but you know now the football season is here we do a lot of fantasy football talk and we talk about FanDuel all the time and here's the thing I love winning money with FanDuel they have different games going on over there all right so it's not just one game one fantasy league you got to stay in it and if you don't stay in it then you can't play anything else they got all these different deals going on and they also have a f- free two hundred fifty thousand dollars survivor contest and it's the biggest free survivor contest ever you just got to pick one team each week and you go throughout the rest of the season and you're able to be in it in it in for a chance to win a lot of money to get into that free two hundred fifty thousand dollars survivor contest just go to fanduel.com slash locked on that's fanduel.com slash locked on Plus, new users get a $20 bonus when they make their first deposit on FanDuel. So come play with me and win some money today at fanDuel.com slash locked on. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, final segment of the podcast. Uh, this is something that's going to bother me. And I, I like to use this f- format and this platform to be able to moan and complain and all that fun stuff about stuff that might just get triggered by and this is the latest uh space jam 2 i guess has been officially announced according to the twitters um with lebron james and bugs bunny and the the rest of the warner brother crew over there uh everyone's pumped up and talking about how excited they are and you know if this was coming out four or five years ago I'd probably be more excited because Space Jam with Michael Jordan, man, that was that was my movie. I loved that movie. And I was when I was growing up, I wasn't big into basketball as much as I was football or even baseball, playing it wise, but I loved Michael Jordan. I mean, the guy was it. He was everything. And anything that Michael Jordan was in, I wanted to be a part of and wanted to watch it or wanted to see it or whatever it was. And so that was a really awesome movie during a time too where basketball was at its pinnacle, in my opinion. It's just most exciting for college basketball, for professional basketball the storylines the players it was just a lot more fun back then so uh maybe it has a lot to do with that too but now that they're coming out with this new space jam 2 they say it's not going to be a sequel which I don't, I don't i don't know what that means i guess they're going to try to make it its own storyline fine um i don't know see i don't now again if it came out four years ago i'd probably be more excited but now i'm not because i do not like lebron james I was kind of a fan of his when he was at Cleveland the first time. He lost me a pretty good amount when he went to Miami. And now he's just insufferable. I'm sorry. A lot of it probably has to do with the fact that he uses his platform as very political, which, again, that's your right if that's what you want to do. And I'm not saying it's because he's leaning towards the left or if someone's leaning towards the right. I just, and as a general rule, I do not like professional athletes or entertainers or whatnot to spout off and be very political in what they do because I feel like that takes away from and isolates an audience for you and so whether it's right-winged or left-wing I don't like it I I just don't I never have and I never will and so LeBron James has definitely made his presence known in that fact and has been very political and has done some things now he's with the Lakers so he's going to be making more money or what? whatever i which is just it's all stupid to me and i just don't like lebron james is not a very likable person i know everyone's gonna be like he built a school how can you not like him listen bobby petrino donated a million dollars to children's hospital does that make him a great guy and a nice guy no it's more about your actions all right more than just what you pay and what you put together great he's got a lot of money and he went towards a school good on him that's awesome i, I wish more people would do that but it's about your behavior and your actions and him on the court he's a whiny baby he fakes getting hurt or whatever not getting hurt i should say but he he flops a lot and so he's just not a likable player and especially in comparison to michael jordan michael jordan was a jerk Remember, everyone talks about how big of a jerk he was but on the court he was the greatest thing that ever graced the basketball court and people love watching him because there was no flopping there there was no attitude problem there was all winning 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 not going out and getting paid not going out and trying to mess with other teams that you want to go and play with your friends and your buddies it was winning and so i think people appreciated that more so i think this movie's going to suck i think it's going to end up being some type of stupid message it's going to have some stupid characters in it it's not going to make any sense and everyone's going to praise lebron james for playing in space jam 2 and how amazing it is it's going to suck calling my shot right now it's going to be trash i probably won't be seeing it if you go see it that's fine good on you but uh, there's just some things that i don't care to see done and that's one of them space jam was fine the way it was with michael jordan lebron james shows you once again you're trying to live in jordan's shadow and you will never measure up because you know why you're lebron james Plain and simple. Appreciate everybody listening into the podcast today. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Also on Google Play, and we'll keep it going from here. we got one more podcast for the week, and we'll be previewing a lot more about Auburn as well. Hopefully they win, right? Hoping out for the best. Anything can just be competitive. We'll see. But if you have any questions, comments, concerns, be sure to get after me on Twitter at RushJohnNeighbors. You can also go and leave a voicemail on the phone lines at 682-747-6939. That's 682-74-ROWDY if you want to make it easier on yourself. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Tomorrow afternoon, have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. You are locked on Razorbacks. your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.